This is an RNZ podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I'm Catherine Ryan, and here we draw on my conversations with experts on Nine to Noon to help you navigate family life. Well, helping young people make big decisions about their futures, our guest is professional careers advisor Caroline Sanford, whose book Your Career from the Start, Making the Decisions for Your Future, a guide for young adults, is aimed at 15 to 25-year-olds. And it attempts to answer the universal question, how do you even start to figure out what career is right for you? It also lets parents in on the massive transformation in the workplace uh, since their day. Caroline is with us in the Auckland studio. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. How are you? Good. Gosh, it's a challenging business that you're in with the speed at which everything changes. Oh, it certainly is. Yeah. And in some ways, um, it's about thinking the right things, isn't it, in the first outset, asking the right questions of oneself. Let's talk about the age that it's aimed at. 15-year-olds, what are the conversations you have with them? Well, 15-year-olds... And even I'd go a little bit uh, before then, but I think when people are starting to make decisions about uh, what subjects they're taking, they're starting to make decisions about their future. So it's really um, for them to understand themselves, for them to get to know who they are. I mean, they they are in a developmental stage. That's very much part of, you know, what they're supposed to be doing. But it's also understanding what's important to them, um, their interests, um, where they seem to work best. And even though, you know, we get a lot of that information as we get older and have experiences in our own work experiences, our children, you know, they join uh, sports groups, they operate within a classroom environment, um, they're a part of uh, uh, friendship groups. There's particular roles that they will naturally gravitate to, whether it's um, a leadership role, whether it's um, they're a good supporter, um, whether they thrive in um, being in a group situation or they thrive better when they're by themselves. All those sorts of things are part of who they are. And so when they get, to, when they sort of tune into that and get an understanding of whether they are their best, and taking that into making decisions about their future, they can make better decisions for themselves. It's not so much about picking one job at the age of whatever and saying, I really want to be a doctor, I really want to be this, I really want to be that. It's, as you say, coming to understand the sorts of skills and personality and interests you have and therefore what might be um, open to you. Could we, could we talk about how you help young people, and let's stay in that age, I think, stay in that sort of mid-teens age, as you say, having to make calls about what to study, how you help them almost brainstorm or workshop what some of the areas they might be interested in having as a career could be. The first um, part I, I like to break down, and my book certainly does this, into making decisions about your future. And this is at any stage, actually, but, you know, if you get it right at the very beginning, you've got those tools for life, is that that whole thing of what I sort of just alluded to about understanding how you work. So when you sort of stop and think about, well, what is important to me? And that really comes from understanding your values because your values are installed in you, um, you know, from the way you've been brought up, from your family, from from your parents, um, from your caregivers. So so understanding that, and, and often people, even when I have um, people at all stages in their life come to see me, when I ask them about what's important to them, you know, very few people can actually list it. You know, they, they, they have an idea of a couple of things. So, you know, working, working with whoever I have in front of me, whether it's a young person, and just 
getting them to, to see that that's important. So when they take into account, um, you know, looking at their whatever subjects and where that may be taking them, but taking them um, in making choices, having what's important to them as a very key to that is, is um, one of the things. But also looking at what interests them. So, you know, there's, again, we can classify different occupations in different ways, but there is, a you know, a very good... Um, uh, way of seeing what certain things have in common, which I talk about in my book, uh, which is called Riasic, and that's uh, understanding what things have in common. And often, you know, we can make choices thinking, you know, that uh, something is in a particular way, but actually, you know, it might be in, a, in an office environment. For some people, that would be absolutely wonderful environment to be in. For others, it's like, you know, hell on earth. And... Um, and yet some people may be in that place that doesn't work for them. So really understanding when they're looking at different options and taking different subjects, where it might be taking them towards. I love the career decision cycle that you've got in here, which is very straightforward and can be replicated throughout life, which is mm. know who you are, number one. Who, what really matters to you, and that's constantly evolving. Explore your options. So again, don't just pick one thing you're determined you're going to do but what sort of options are available and then mm. plan your action and then and then create your future and possibly recreate it many times. I'm curious as to how you look at some of the characteristics people should think about. You sort of alluded to it, you know, are you an office person or are you an outdoors person, should you be out on a building site mm. would have been the old fashioned way of saying go and work in a bank or, <laughs> or, or go and work in a construction site. You talk about people who are thinkers versus feelers what are the really primary characteristics that it might pay to be aware of when we're thinking about what we should do? I think that's a very complex uh, question and answer because I think there's a number of different um, uh, things. So looking at, you know, when you're saying about um, feeling and um, thinking, it's it, that's part of looking at your personality and, and what, um, you know, how you... Uh, what sort of environment that you um, thrive in, but also looking at what your interests are is another part of it, looking at your values, looking at your strengths, all of those yeah. um, become part of it. It's not just one element, and I think that's the danger. And some, you know, I, I sometimes um, have a client who may have completed, for example, a personality test or a profile and, and you know, gone to say, well, this is who I am, you know, I am a... And, uh, Yet it's just far more complex than that. It requires many different elements to bring it in. And just, you know, the one thing that I really advocate um, and, and, and push is that everyone's journey is different. You know, just because we might have similarities does not mean that the same path is going to be right for that person. So it's really owning, you know, what is important to you, what are the characteristics that you need to have, and how do, can you actually create that? And a big part, I mean, Catherine, you talked about that second part, which, um, you know, is about that um, exploring options. So that is really important, you know, for every individual, you know, once they have an understanding of themselves, is actually go and explore the options themselves. What's the reality of these choices? So, you know, it's taking off job descriptions, you know, a title of, um, you know, of what a you know, teacher or... But looking at, you know, how is that broken down? What, is, what do they do day to day? What is their reality? Well, that's why you've got many chapters, the fact that it's multifaceted. Yeah. There's another one here that's more about discovering your interests. This is the RIASEC, mm. which is realistic, investigative, artistic, social, enterprise and conventional. And again, it's not to sort of use that to stick it into a computer and, you know, chug out some job options at the other end. 
it's really becoming aware of the sorts of things that you either gravitate towards or frankly enjoy or as you point out have strengths in. Yes, absolutely. And I think this, you know, this is a it's a raising your awareness um, and understanding how important it is because, you know, on the other side, the flip side, I get I see people who are maybe in their thirties, forties, fifties. My oldest client's being seventy, bless her. <laughs> I'm looking for a next challenge. But but you know, that's it's the um, they're often, you know, in places that it, that they're not enjoying, that they're finding um, you know, unstimulating or bored or you know, um, just you know, they're not they're not thriving and, and they're they're wanting a change, but they don't have that understanding of those things. How many people do you meet who really got it right on first go? And I mean, this is hard for these <laughs> later generations because you're you're paying a lot often for the training that you're getting at the moment. Mm. There's some good opportunities to get some free training actually first yes. time, but you know, you used to be able to change gear once or twice, and you hadn't mortgaged your house doing so. Um, but how many people really get it absolutely right on their first go? Yes, and it's interesting because it's, I mean, that's not our, our reality. Um, you make the one right choice. I, I've worked with workshops where we've had parents and, um, and their children in the room, and I often ask that question, you know, for the parents, you know, how many of you are doing what you started out doing at school? And very rarely do I get, uh, I might get one yeah. <laughs> person that puts their hand up. So, you know, the world is continually changing, and we have to be nimble with that. You know, this is the reality right now um, in our COVID-19 um, sideswipe that, that's come, uh, um, you know, <laughs> that we're dealing with which is very uncertain the times but also you know people have had to suddenly rethink reframe you know I, I was on a trajectory I thought I was going somewhere and suddenly my industry has imploded so it's coming back to you know okay some people will make decisions because they need to um, earn a living right now but looking at the longer term picture okay well I've got the opportunity of maybe recreating myself for the future and what is it that I need to take account It's all these things that we talk, we're talking about. What are some of the conversations you have with parents then about the conversations to have with your kids? We've alluded to some of it don't start mm. talking about specific jobs open questions you know what are you interested in what 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 do you enjoy doing what motivates you what fits your your personal yeah. what do you think your personal strengths are what would you tell me your personal strengths are you know you're not going to put it quite like that in a conversation <laughs> with a teenager but that's what you as the parent is trying to elicit yeah. but then how do you also approach how to build or explore because going off to a specific set of training at a polytechnic or a university is one thing, but there's lots of other ways to explore. You talk about job shadowing and work experience. Are there yeah. are there other ways that people can try things out without signing away thousands of oh, dollars? Absolutely, and, and you know, I think besides um, understanding who you are, I think the next big huge part of this is actually that reality testing, which I talked about. And, you know, as a parent, if you can expose your children to as many opportunities, as many real-life um, situations as possible to open up their eyes to the reality of work, to the reality of particular options, then you're giving them a real gift because they then have some understanding of what it looks like. You know, if, the, if I'm going down this, oh, I'm going to actually be in an office you know the whole time or I'm going to be out in the field or I'm going to need to travel just that reality of, of their choices is really really important rather than going um, straight into a training whether that's university or trade or whatever um, 
Of course, there is some free training there, but, you know, um, there will be some uh, debt that will be linked to that, most possibly a loan. And, you know, if it's not right for you, you're coming out with, with uh, something or you may have dropped out because you don't enjoy it. So, so important to do that reality testing first up. Gosh, I had a question. It's just slipped right out of my head. Um, what do you do when everyone wants to be a filmmaker, which was about oh, five, ten years ago, wasn't it? Lord of the Rings time. <laughs> mm. Or everyone wants to be a social media influencer, or yep. everyone wants. You know, you have these fads, and it's great that kids are getting excited about something, but then there's the reality of you pouring all that money into a specialist training course, and there's only so many film and screen production mm. graduates who are going to get jobs. Hopefully lots at the moment, actually. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. Yes. The gap between what they think they want to do and what they're likely to come up against. You don't want to squash it, do you? You don't want to squash it, but no. how do you have sensible conversations with them about it? So as a parent, I think it's really important, like you talked about, the you know open questions. It's hugely important not to be judgmental um, and say, oh, no, don't be stupid, or everyone wants to do that, you know, let's get real. <laughs> because what you're going to do is close down that conversation and close down um, your child's want to come and share with you. You know, you want to keep that open. You want to find out what they know about it. So it might have been, you know, you know, tell me what you know about it. Tell you know how you know, you know, what you need to do to get into there. How can we find out more? And if you know, I talk about in the book about informational interviewing. I think this is such a key skill when you're looking at options is to go and find someone who's doing the job you think you might like to do, and find out their reality. You know, what is it? You know. What is the industry doing? What does the training involve? What is the likelihood to get a, um, a job in this particular thing? What is it that I need to do You know, if I wanted to do that? How can I find out more? So research, 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 and reality, reality, reality testing is hugely important. People are going to have to live with constant job changes. We've been told this is going to be the reality, and to some extent mm. it already is. So it's also just building some robust skills job applications, um, getting CVs together, having work experience. Um, it's interesting often to see um, young people go into tertiary training of some kind and then actually just get a job at a you know a retail store somewhere or you know um, and just work and earn some money for a while and that shouldn't be seen as a drama, should it? These are all things these are all parts of putting the puzzle together, isn't it? Education, yes, okay. learning. Yeah. Absolutely. Working. All of that. And I think, you know, it's it's a view of looking at what a career is. And a career in my field, you know, and my colleagues would always say that a career is your whole of life. It's your experiences all along the way. So it is your study. It is your jobs. It is your hobbies, your sports, your um, being on parental leave. It's all of those things is part of your career and they all add to the journey and to your skills and to your knowledge. So nothing is ever wasted. It is important, however, um, to have, you know, as long as you've done that research and you know that you're doing something that you want to do and that you like, you know, that, that that's an important part of it as well. Yeah, but just some good work experience for a year out or whatever while you, oh, while you yes. think about the next phase. Mm. You mentioned parents... Mm, struggling to visualise, I guess, what modern workplaces are like compared to, I don't know, let's say they had their kids when they were 30 and, and they're now in their mid-40s or 50 or, or, or whatever. How much has it changed even in that time, the environment, and what are the biggest changes to navigate? Yeah, I think huge changes, and I think our kids are 
facing changes at such a rapid rate that we never had to, even though like it's right in our face right now. But but honestly, in their lifetime, it's been massive and it will continue to be. And, and they'll probably be um, likely to get jobs that are not even invented yet. You know, many of them will be in that space. You know, so that so navigating that, being understanding, you know, how that works. That there is no such thing as a job for life anymore. That just to get a qualification is the most important thing. That go after the money. Some and some people still do that. Like go and go and study this because I know you're going to earn good money. The reality is, if you don't enjoy it, you're unlikely to do well. You know, or or it'll probably take its toll. You know, if you really don't enjoy it. And therefore, will the money be there at the end is a question mark. So, you know, it's really important to make decisions way beyond um, just, you know, having that one end and and, goes, and, and really embracing, you know, the, the need to be creative in this world we live in now. The need to think about possibly um, a portfolio career, which is having income from several different streams, not just one. You know, and that's a reality for many people. I think the creative industry, and I think I talk about that in my book, but I, I think they actually they have embraced that for years. You know, that they, they, they're, often their work is project-based. So therefore they can't rely in that, on that steady one income. So they've always, always had to be creative for that. And I think we have to embrace it in um, many different industries now as well. Thank you very much, Caroline. I'm sure that'll be very popular. Love your career from the start. Making decisions for your future. A guide for young adults is by Caroline Sanford. Calico Publishing it is.